As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. The profit that we make goes back into the fund and the value of the fund increases. And what that means is that the secondary market value, in other words, the value of the tokens should also increase as the value of the underlying pool of assets increases as well. It's that time of year again, tax season. How are you doing on tax season? How's that treating you so far? Well, if you have a lot of receipts and you're organizing things like your income and expenses and creating reports, and you're also trying to keep up to date with the new tax reform this year, there's a lot of deductions that we can take to maximize return. And there's a lot of strategies that we need to make sure we're aware of. Are you optimizing for the new tax laws? Well, our sponsor, Stessa, teamed up with the top real estate CPAs to offer you the ultimate rental property tax guide. And I've read it. This is the ultimate rental property tax guide. I'm talking about they've got everything covered from opportunity zones to entity selection to establishing a home office, travel expenses, what type of travel expenses are deductible, real estate strategies, tax strategies, capital improvements versus repairs. I mean... This is the ultimate rental property tax guide, and you can get it for free by going to stessa.com forward slash best taxes. You have to sign up for an account, but the account is free. So when you sign up for a free Stessa account, you will get this guide. This is worth its weight in gold for sure. Go to stessa.com, S-T-E-S-S-A.com forward slash best taxes. And when you work with Stessa, Stessa is a tool that helps every rental property owner track, manage, and communicate the performance of our real estate investment. So it's going to save a lot of time during tax season, but then also through the rest of the season as we go and grow our rental portfolio and optimize that. So go to stessa.com forward slash best taxes get that ultimate rental property tax guide best ever listeners how you doing welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show i'm joe fairless this is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast we only talk about the best advice ever we don't get into any of that fluffy stuff and first off i hope you're having the best ever weekend because today is sunday we're doing a special segment called skill set sunday And the purpose of today's episode is to help you acquire or perhaps hone a new skill or hone an existing skill. And today, here's a skill, and that skill is how to use blockchain to unlock dead money in single-family residences or trap money in single-family residences. So with us today to talk about that, Matthew Sullivan. Matthew, how are you doing? 
Very well, Jay. Thank you for having me on. My pleasure. Nice to have you back. And best ever listeners, you recognize Matthew's name because you're a loyal listener. And you heard that episode way back. It was over a thousand days ago, episode 435, titled Buying First and Second Mortgages and Crowdfunding. Matthew is the founder and CEO of Quantum RE, and he is the co-founder of a $50 million secured real estate investment income strategies fund. He's based in Newport Beach, California. We're going to be talking about blockchain and what Quantum RE is up to and how that can help us as real estate investors. So with that being said, Matthew, we just give the best ever listeners a brief background just for a refresher and then we'll get right into it. Of course, my background is finance, technology and real estate. So my first venture was a real estate crowdfunding company, which I set up four or five years ago. And then as we saw the emerging technologies and blockchain technologies come into play, there seemed a natural fit to evolve our real estate crowdfunding business into something that has a much wider audience by leveraging blockchain technologies. Got it. Okay. And for listeners who are familiar with what blockchain is, but it's still a little fuzzy, how is blockchain relevant to us as real estate investors? It's funny. The first time I heard the term blockchain was at a conference about five years ago. And like everybody else in the audience, we all Googled this word blockchain because the guy up on stage was saying how this is going to change the world. And when we Googled it, it said distributed ledger technologies. So we were looking at each other going, well, what is this? It's obviously the wrong blockchain because this sounds really dull. And how can this possibly change the world? But what blockchain does is it introduces a level of trust that we don't currently have with all of our databases and systems that are currently used on the internet. So in very simple terms, it's a ledger that's distributed across lots of different computers. And each one of those computers has their own copy And it makes it very difficult, if not impossible, to make any changes to that distributed ledger or to that record of events or record of data without destroying the whole ledger. So if you've got a system which you can't corrupt, you can't change, you can't edit, you can't manipulate, then that means that people tend to trust that much more than other systems. And that becomes the foundation of being able to do things on the internet that we couldn't previously do because we didn't really trust it that much. For example, as real estate investors, where would that come into play? From a real estate investment perspective, what the blockchain enables us to do is to take an illiquid asset, such as the equity in single family homes, and create liquidly traded tokens that represent those previously illiquid assets. So what that means is that we can take something like the equity in someone's home, put it into a structure and enable people around the world to buy tokens that represent ownership interests in those equity investments. So we're creating the ability for people to invest in a much more liquid, low-cost, transparent and rapid way without the need for bank accounts or stockbrokers or settlement firms or all sorts of other third parties that add cost and time to any transaction. So you walk us through a typical use case just to bring it down to the ground level with how this would work? Of course, if you're a homeowner and you've spent a number of years 
paying off some of the equity in your home. You probably still have a mortgage, but let's say you've built up a few hundred thousand dollars worth of equity. The only way currently that you can release the equity in your home is by going back to the bank and borrowing money secured against your equity. So that you're not actually tapping into your ownership, you're just using it as security. So that means that you've got additional monthly payments, you've got more debt burden, and you've got interest payments that are accruing on a monthly basis. What we do is we enable you to sell us a percentage of the value of your home right now. So we'll buy some of the equity in your home. You pay us back when you sell your house. But in the meantime, there's no interest, there's no monthly payments, there's no debt. And the way we make our money is we share in the potential future appreciation. So if your house goes up in value, because we own part of the rights to that appreciation, we share in that appreciation. So we get our initial money back when you sell your home, plus a share of the profits. That creates a real estate asset for us, which we put into a REIT structure, which is a real estate investment trust. But rather than issuing normal shares or LP interests, we issue tokens. And those tokens are digitized assets. And that means that they are a certificate or a share, but it's represented in digital form rather than in paper form or rather than held on a company spreadsheet somewhere. And that digital asset can be traded around the world in a number of exchanges that are beginning to emerge. So that means that people that want to have exposure to that real estate asset, which is the equity and owner-occupied single-family homes, if they buy our digital asset, if they buy our token, then they can get exposure to that asset. And the asset should appreciate over time. So that gives people exposure to real estate, which they couldn't previously have. Thank you for talking about the structure and how that works. It's clear in my mind how it works. So let's dig in a little bit and just talk about perhaps some questions that I'm sure have come up before. One is if I were to buy some tokens in the REIT in order to get access to buy people's equity ownership in their primary residence, then the way I make money and I think the only way I make money is if the market continues to appreciate and then they sell their house. Is that accurate? Exactly. So you've got to imagine over time, there will be hundreds and thousands potentially of different properties within that single fund. So you're not exposed to one property. So you're exposed to lots of properties over time. And over time, people move in and move out of homes. So as each person sells their home, if the house is appreciated from the time we bought the rights to the house to the time that they sold it, then the profit that we make goes back into the fund and the value of the fund increases. And what that means is that the secondary market value, in other words, the value of the tokens, should also increase as the value of the underlying pool of assets increases as well. Got it. And if the value goes down whenever they sell, how's that work? We have that exposure. So as we are an equity participant, we are exposed to the value of the house going up or going down. And that's why it's very different to debt. If it's a debt instrument, then it doesn't really matter if the house goes up or down, you still owe us the money. But if our ownership or if our returns are tied 
to the equity component, then it's much more like a partnership. So we're also exposed. That's actually quite good for the homeowner because that means they don't have that additional exposure to compound their worries if their house is is going down in value. Our job is to make sure that we buy homes in places where over time they're likely to appreciate. And how do you determine where those places are? That's the hardest job on earth, really. And what helps there is we focus to start with on California. So we know that historically California is a high-performing real estate economy or real estate marketplace. And the other thing is, if we look at a longer-term view, we know that residential houses cyclical, but over time, they tend to outperform inflation. So we know that if we get a big enough sample of houses in the primary residential areas, then there is a very good chance that over time, our investments will perform in line with or will perform better overall than the general house price index. That makes sense because I was wondering if you're buying all across the country, I was born in Flint, Michigan. My grandma's 103 years old, and she lives in Flint, Michigan, and she has lived in the same house for 70 or so years, and the house is worth less today than it was 70 or so years ago. To give you an idea of how Flint, Michigan – I mean, perhaps there's some good things ahead, but at least for the last 70 or so years, her house has gone down in value. So I was just wondering ways you protect against that. You're right. And again, I think what we do is we underwrite the assets primarily. So this is another reason why it's so very different to debt. With debt, you're underwriting the person's ability to pay your mortgage or your HELOC. What we're doing is we're saying, well, let's look at the asset primarily. Let's focus on assets in areas where we think that there's a very good chance of appreciation. So that does mean that we're targeting specific regions in the US. But again, that's very similar to any other type of fund that would be looking for performance in that same asset class. Do you have a certain loan to value that you adhere to so that they're not over leveraged? Yeah. And again, these are all critical components. So the maximum that we will advance is 90% of the combined loan to value. So that means if you take the existing mortgage and all of the other debt that's associated with the property And if you add the equity that we release, there has to be a 10% cushion. What that does is that gives you as the owner, you need to have some equity in the house as well. Otherwise, you'll wake up one day and feel that this house is no longer yours. But also, it's important for us to have some level of cushion in case that there is a downturn. The maximum equity that we will release is 30% of the value of the home. So there are limits. My last point is that our team has carried out over 300 transactions in the last few years in this space. So we do have some good experience in understanding where the wrinkles are and where the roadblocks or the, the humps in the road could be. What's the smallest transaction amount that you all do I'm thinking of homes that might be purchased for 5000 and they're worth $15,000 and someone wants to do this. Yeah, again, we don't see a lot of those houses in California. As you can oh, right, all right, yeah, yeah. You're, are you um, only, you're only in California now? At the, at the moment, we're only in California. Okay. And that's for a number of reasons. First of all, because each state has its own intricate web of regulations around this type of product. 
And we have experience in navigating those waters in California. And also, of the $15 trillion worth of equity that's currently available in single family homes, about 40% of that is actually in California. So there's an enormous potential marketplace for us. So that's why we're here. That's why we're focused on the West Coast. What are you doing to gain more traction with this business? Because it's got to be challenging to increase adoption when you've got to explain a lot of things before you even get to the business model. So how do you go about doing that? You're absolutely right. The challenges are there's all sorts of buzzwords like cryptocurrency and blockchain floating around. The important thing is when we speak to a number of different audiences, the first audience is the homeowner. So the way that we communicate with the homeowner is really, you don't need to know anything about blockchain or cryptocurrency or funds or REITs or tokenization. So we try and mention as little as possible about that. And we lead the homeowner through a journey on our website that enables them to put their home details in and apply it in a very simple way for us to be able to take them to the next stage. So the education process is really about getting them to understand that this is not a loan, that they have the ability to raise capital that's theirs. They can take some chips off the table. They can spend the money on whatever they want. So the education process for homeowners is really about the asset class itself, about how we're releasing the money. And we absolutely avoid referring to tokens and all that sort of stuff. From an investor's perspective, our focus is really on liquidity and explaining to investors that you get the same rights with this investment as you do with a traditional investment. In other words, you get ownership of the pool of assets. But it's better because there's a much greater chance of you being able to sell your certificate or your token or your asset rather than having to sit on it and wait for the sponsor to sell the property, which normally happens in smaller real estate transactions. So you're absolutely right. Education is one of the many challenges that we face, but we are making some real inroads. And we have hundreds and hundreds of people that have contacted us and expressed their interest to be part of the program. What else haven't we talked about as it relates to your company and the value proposition that you all have that we should talk about? I think really it's just the asset class itself is incredibly interesting. I know we have talked about it, but it's such an untapped, disregarded asset class, the equity in single family homes and the ability to release value that people own without getting them to take on more debt is a really interesting conversation. We talk about changing home owners, or rather, let me rephrase that. We talk about home owers and home owners. Most people want to be home owners, but the reality is that they are home owers because they owe so much money to the bank and their mortgages are so great. So our objective is to change that so more and more people can actually you know, be home owners. So what I think the interesting conversation as well is what happens in an economy if you start moving money out of equity into the sort of economy as a whole without increasing debt? How does that help? So that's a much bigger conversation, but that could be something that could be quite material if we do as well as we hope we'll do. How can the best ever listeners learn more about what you got going on? We have a website, which is quantumre.com. That's Q-U-A-N-T-M-R-E.com. We have 
a lot of information, videos, articles, pieces that we've written over the last year. We'd be delighted if you go around and sort of kick around, take a look. You can contact us on all the usual social media channels. We'd be delighted to answer any questions you have. I love learning more about this space. It's educational. It's exciting. I am glad that there are people like you who are on the front lines because there are people like me who do not want to do that at the beginning, but will be happy to jump on board once you figure things out yes. and you've established the path. So thank you for helping establish the path on behalf of everyone who will benefit from. Uh, it's one of, it is fantastic fun. It is really exciting being at the front, but I appreciate your words and very much appreciate what you do as well. Well, I hope you have a best ever weekend. This is educational, as I mentioned, and we're looking forward to staying in touch and talk to you again soon. That'd be wonderful, Jay. Thank you very much. Stessa is the essential tool for tracking your rental properties, and it's going to save you a tremendous amount of time during tax season. Stessa organizes all of your rental property financials and automatically creates all the reports you need to file your tax return. And Stessa teamed up with the top real estate CPAs to offer you, best ever listeners, the ultimate rental property tax guide to help you maximize your deductions. Get that copy when you sign up for an account that counts free. So get the copy by going to stessa.com forward slash best taxes. That's S-T-E-S-S-A dot com forward slash best taxes. Have you heard about the latest podcast for entrepreneurs called Tough Decisions? Listen to Dan and Danae Hanford as they interview successful people from around the world about tough decisions as entrepreneurs. Visit toughdecisions.net and be sure to subscribe to their free weekly entrepreneurial email. That's toughdecisions.net.